sitting there and it's me, D, my wife, uh-huh. James and his wife. And I go, what, what's, um, what's our first concerts? And James goes, Aerosmith. He goes in Aerosmith. And then his wife goes, some Spanish, Julio Iglesias. Uh-huh. I say Johnny Cash. And we're, we're eating dinner. <laughs> and my wife goes, Bon Jovi. And he drops his... <laughs> <laughs> and he drops his knife and fork and he goes, get out. <laughs> You know what? You know what you get when you combine the power of the award-winning band with the genius of an award-winning electronics yeah. company? You get some of the best sound ever created, Iron Maiden and Ankyo. Have joined forces. We have joined forces <laughs> to create ma- <laughs> Maiden Audio and the Maiden Audio Edphones. Edphones. Made especially for rock and metal fans. I can say this, I sang with Jim last week, and it was very metal, and I had my phones on. Did they fit over your ears, Mr. Halford? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that, but I will say this, they're designed with Iron Maiden's legendary Steve Harris. Beautiful. And um, these studio collie headphones, Joe, truly must be heard to be believed. (laughs) I mean, there's one thing believing it, but once you hear it, you truly believe it. So if I was you, Joe, giggle all you want, but visit shoponkyo.com. Do you think Rob Halford listened to Iron Maiden on the headphones, or do you think he listened to Judas Priest? That's a silly question, Mike. (laughs) I don't know the answer. Do you, Halford? <laughs> I'll tell you this. Just click on headphones when you go to okio.com uh-huh. and get your pair today for only $199. That's it? And keep listening to your chance to win a pair at shoponkio.com and click on headphones. It's very metal. Very metal. And for those you don't know, I often put on my Iron Maiden headphones and I listened to the song that I did with Bruce Dickinson, and it was called The One You Love to Hate. I wow. highly suggest you check it out. The History Lesson. Beautiful. Yeah. You know Beautiful. what? For those of you who haven't heard that song, Lou's going to play it at the end of this. When I got to sing with Halford, The One You Love to Hate. Awesome. All right, there you go. We're all wearing headphones uh, right now since there's no cameras in the room. That's yeah. right. And everything sounds awesome. So amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, everyone? The metal in me. Here we go. Uh, today we just have Joe. Woohoo! And uh, Mike. Yeah. Me, my, and I need to start off right away. Going. If you're a late, I don't know if you just discovered us, but we started a uh, a chat. Well, not a chat, but with Joe. <laughs> he got on a scale. He. I was really taken back when I walked in today. So after the holidays, he's lost a lot of weight. A lot of weight. Discipline. Mm-hmm. I did discipline myself during the holidays, which was horrible. Yeah, but what? <laughs> there, you got to be doing something else. Like you got to be. You're. 
eating right or not eating late or something? Are you doing the thing I told you, like try eight hours on, 16 hours off? or not? Basically, I mean, I guess now that you say that, I probably am. What I am doing is not eating late, which... Huge. Uh, yeah, tremendous. <laughs> I mean, that was like, like I've... Like I said in the last podcast, that is like my favorite thing on earth to do is get a giant sandwich and at like three in the morning watch. Yeah, some and look at you now, you're <laughs> sci-fi like sci-fi film. Yeah, and look at you now, your clothes are baggy, <laughs> your sweatshirt's baggy. Well, it, it's funny because now I'm still watching those sci-fi films, and the whole time I'm sitting there going, "Oh God, I want a sandwich so bad." But it's because you're mentally it's, getting over it. It's definitely because of this. It's like it is disciplining yourself. It's so funny. That's it. <laughs> it is hard. Yeah, yeah. It it is I, I don't know. To me it's one of those things where I'm one of those guys where it's like I'd prefer if it's right in front of me. Like so it's like there should be a sandwich in my refrigerator at all times. And I'm one of those guys that goes, If you take this, you're a jerk. You know? So it's like I I kinda like it a little bit more when it's like a challenge like that. Ah, so very impressive. <laughs> But yeah, I'm the opposite. I want nothing in the house, or I get. I don't either. I get so I just can't not. If I don't it's either. There, I can't help myself. I try my best now. No sugar. I try best with no sugar. Yeah. Everything I can without sugar, but I, I don't win that battle every day. <laughs> yeah, I go to course. Starbucks and I get a um, and I and I have a a three shot white peppermint mocha. It's in, in my mind, like, all right, that's it. That's it's enough for the day. But today, I saw homemade chocolate chip cookies oh. sitting next to the toaster. I had to take them and put them in another room. But as a crack addict, I know the crack is in there, and I'll go in there and I'll circle the crack. I'll look at the crack and I'll walk away. But it's it's tormenting me well, just knowing it's in there. It's tormenting me. When I went to your house to feed your cats and I did my laundry. Would you eat, Mike? <laughs> you have you have a jar of taffy. No oh God, eat jar. it all. <laughs> like, every time I went there, I had a couple pieces of taffy. <laughs> by the time I, by, it was like I had thirteen pieces of taffy at the end of two days. <laughs> Please knock it out. Eat all oh, the taffy. I felt disgusting, but I see him and I just go, eh, "Did you wonder what flavor this one is?" There's like the minty ones. Good. I'm glad you did that. Um, so, in case you also don't know, our shows, we do have a show in Peoria. We're booking more. A meet, we're meeting a, a guy tomorrow who's a marketer. Uh, Mike, you come with me? Yeah. Okay. And our show in Vegas is now, have we all building up for, is now not happening. <sighs> yeah! <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Yeah, this is how you do it. You build it up, you build it up, you build it up, and you say you make them wait. You, you make, make them, them wait right. more. Forget those calls, the mic from Psych. South Point Casino. <laughs> Faked all you out. Here, have a seat. Move the chair. Hope you all got your plane tickets. All right. <laughs> hope you all right. Hope you booked your rooms and everything. <laughs> tell, tell me how it is in Vegas Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> nothing's going on. I love calling on my friends. Going, yeah. You, are you, oh, you see, so you're definitely going. <laughs> Did you uh, book it? Uh, this is a big awesome. April Fool's joke. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not. We're not. But you're still. Yeah, you should go. Have yeah, fun. tell us how the show is. 
it, it, a lot of them too were staying that extra day for the Super Bowl, uh-huh. and it's like, thank God they did that. Yeah. Now they have something to do. Now you have, have something to look forward to. It's gonna be a big Super Bowl. Ah, oh, it's gonna be so exciting. <laughs> we should do this every like couple shows. Just book it. And we got a huge show coming up. Oh, we're playing the Garden. We're open on- for Metallica. And- <laughs> And it's in. Get your tickets now. You know what? We're calling the guy who books the gig right now. You, you'll hear us talk to him just so you know it's really happening. You guys he's fell ma- for it week after week. There was no Mike from videos. It's no Mike from South Point Casino. He's one of our friends. Did you guys realize we never put the videos up because none of it exists? It doesn't exist, you dummies. We showed you how fake news works. We are the Russian hackers. This was all a lesson. (laughs) Don't believe anything you hear on the radio, especially us. We just taught you a lesson. <laughs> but we're still gonna do our last show to prepare. For but it. we are gonna play Bernie's. That's tomorrow. really gonna Bernie's happen. is on. <laughs> Bernie's, we're playing. Well, no, we've as been, you're listening, we have to book another huge stadium or something just so we have, could do warm up shows for it. Oh my! God. <laughs> Otherwise, we have no reason to do warm up shows. <laughs> we don't. We're not gonna practice. Oh my gosh, that is. Absolutely nuts! Absolutely nuts! So, <laughs> so, so, can you say why? Yes, or, here's okay. the real reason. Uh, the real reason why. Um, for those of you, if you've been following me, I've got to do two episodes on the sitcom Kevin Can Wait. I heard in December. Hey, man, uh, we're working on. We're definitely going to have a script or two for you in the new year. And I was like, okay. Uh, you know, I don't take anything for granted. Just like uh, the audience shouldn't take for granted when we say we're going to Vegas. <laughs> we are going to be there February 3rd and 4th at the South Point Casino. Get your tickets now. Get tickets for Scotland, too. We're going to be there for Scotland three weeks. Scotland for three weeks. First week. First Book three it. weeks in August. <laughs> Book some Airbnbs. Fuck it. <laughs> So, um, you know, January came, we're like, oh, all right. And then, and then literally, what do we, uh, when did I call, what, what did it say, Monday? So it was Friday? Yeah. It was Thursday or Friday mm-hmm. when I got the call, said, hey, Kevin can wait. They need you January 30th to the February 3rd. There you go. And I went, oh. And they go, I see you're in Vegas. And it's sold out. <laughs> Can we, uh, and it's completely overbooked. They're adding seven more shows. <laughs> <laughs> they want to they see how many extra shows you can book. Someone said, it looks like there's only a few tickets sold. But I said, no, that's the second show. That's the, the first, second. first show is already sold out. Wow. Forget it. You can't get tickets. <laughs> wow. But anyway. Um, well, at least they do their research like Amy. I know when you give us like dates, Amy always goes on to the computer as like, does he have another gig at that time? Let's see. <laughs> so they know what they're doing. <laughs> so February 3rd, uh, I guess I'll be filming the third episode of CBS's Kevin Can Wait with Kevin James as the priest, Father Phil. That's... Do you know anything about it or no? You don't, do you, have you seen um, like, script? Or... What, no, I haven't seen a script. The Right now, the story premise is something that... Um, Kevin's 
Oh, I don't. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't yeah, say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's just hope you don't. Yeah, because die I, I don't. I don't know if it's the, a big surprise or something yeah. like that. I haven't. I haven't watched the show. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is one of those things. If I say it, and people are like, "Oh my God, you're kidding me!" Uh, but he needs Spoiler. the priest for a specific thing. Is it a wiffle ball tournament? By any it is. Chance? It, it is, and it is coincidentally enough. It's in Vegas, <laughs> so you could go. Can we still want. go play wiffle ball with the guy at least that yeah. week? I actually thought about that. I was like, if you guys want to go, this guy. Excuse me. I, I gotta get my all my take. I have like six tickets oh I booked. Uh, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do with those tickets. Can now, you? Like, did I? I did take trip insurance, but are they gonna allow me for a work thing? I don't know. I, I think it's soon enough. I think it's very soon. Yeah. I hope yeah. so. So I'm gonna. I gotta call United, and uh, and hope that they'll. You know, grant me at least to change the tickets. They better, or we might have to talk bad about United on the podcast. Yeah, we yeah, have- we might have to trash them. <laughs> we yep. might have to do a bad commercial for United. <laughs> <laughs> um, although that's the only airline I fly. Oh, um, <laughs> we love United. I do. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. I always fly United. I, you know what? I gotta say, they hooked me up years ago. This was a disaster. I used all my points so I can fly first class to Maui. Uh-huh. Wow. And we're talking like 750,000 points. And I remember I booked it really far in advance. And then about three months beforehand... I got a notice saying uh, the flight, flight awareness, your, I guess we were, uh, it wasn't straight through. We had a um, connecting flight. So they changed the flight leaving Newark, but now I would miss my connecting flight. So I had a call and I said, hey, you you changed this flight and I'm now not going to make my connecting flight. Said, oh, all right. Well, let's look at some options, and they and they booked it, and blah blah blah. Well, it was before the time. Like now, when I do anything, if I book a flight, I get text. Hey, you can check in. Right, right. Hey, you can, don't forget to check in tomorrow. Blah, blah blah. And it was really weird because I didn't I didn't get the text, and something told me like that's oh, really weird. I didn't. I should check. You should get it. Some type of awareness thing. So I pack everyone up, get the kids. We argue, getting on time. <laughs> we go all the way to the airport, and um, we go to check. And it says, need to see. Now, I check in on the kiosk thing, and it says, need to see agent. Ugh. Worst thing you could see. It's like going to the to right. getting detention. Right. That's it's worse than principle. it saying you're a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> so now I go to the agent, and the agent goes... I don't have your reservation. Went, no, no, no. Look, she goes. No, I, I see. I don't. Did you ever change the flight? Ugh. Uh, uh. So now it's your fault. Oh God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh God, yes. Because the connecting flight, we had to change. She went. Yeah, your flight was about four hours ago. 
And oh. so that's why it's all canceled out. She's not going to get your points back. I mean, that's that's not our fault. What I I had a heart attack. Yeah, seven hundred and fifty thousand points. Jesus. And so now I, I said, uh, well, oh my god. Okay, um, is because we have people waiting for us. Can you? Uh, is there another flight tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah, and they might not even fly out because there's a huge storm hitting Maui. Mm. And she's like, yeah, no, all flights are looking to be canceled for like the next three days. <laughs> so our trip is like six nights, and now we're looking at a two-night. Yeah. So now if you're really stupid, I call who we're going to see. Was this not too long ago? It's about a year and a half ago. Because this was part of a birthday thing. For someone. Yeah. And um, part of the birthday was flying to Maui as a big surprise, bing bang. <laughs> you didn't surprise anyone? <laughs> no. <laughs> the surprise was on me. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to Maui. You're not going to Vegas. Yeah. Doopie 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 doop. <laughs> it's like surprise. It's like all my friends are here except Jim. Where's, where's Jim and his family? <laughs> so, um... I called up United, and I called the the points people, and she's like, oh, wow, that's horrible. She went, unfortunately, it's not, that's a mistake on your side, and policies don't allow, like, that's, if if someone was sick, or we goofed it up, it's all back in your pocket, but because... You didn't write it down, and you, and this was confirmed, and you, Shuck, you know what? Let me, let me call headquarters, and <laughs> so I'm on the phone, and you know, my wife's like, what's going on? The kids are, are we going to Maui? What are we doing? <laughs> Always makes things better. What are we happening? doing? Why are we here? You made us get up early. Dude, you're so what? stupid. Oh, are we God, there yet? How'd you do this? <laughs> So, um, over an hour and 20 minutes, maybe an hour and a half, just sitting in the, in the terminal in limbo, lady gets on the phone. She's like, you are a lucky individual. I, I, and I went, oh my God, thank you. Thank you. No, no, no. Don't thank me. Thank my boss. My boss felt horrible that you had kids. That you planned it, put Lily said, I can only imagine how this man feels right now. Wow. Just give him back his points. That wow. does not united. always so happen. thank yeah. you, United, united. Airlines. Yeah. We are all united yes. with United. Yeah. I'm traveling <laughs> United for now on only. Yeah. And that's a true story, man. They gave me back my six hundred and fifty thousand miles after I messed up. How long wow. did it take you to accumulate that much? Oh my God. At that at the time, years. So you had the whole family first class. Yes. Now, last year, this this shows you how many miles I, I, I've been accumulating the last couple of years. Last year, last July, I went to Tokyo. All right. Used, I had one million, one million, literally, like two hundred and forty three. Miles. Wow. To my name. 
1,200,000 miles is what I had to use to go first class to Tokyo. The traveling working class comedian, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Jim Brewer. There so you I go. Had, That's so why everybody likes you, because you see them. <laughs> and it li- right, and it left me 43 miles. I look today, I have almost 450,000 miles since July of booking flights. You're not just How flying. The trip? Not bad. You fly in the friendly skies. Isn't that crazy? That's why I have Instagram friends in, like, Idaho, is because you actually go there and do a show. And they pick up on all of us. Like, it, that's amazing. Why do I, I have to. I, <laughs> yeah. That's what I no, do. You I, don't have to. A lot of people don't. You do. And that's why you have this following is because you actually, you hit the ground, you know. You hit the. the hit the ground running. Yeah. <laughs> Unchained. You got to stay out there. <laughs> Unchained. So, now, even though I, I am a little heart, I am heartbroken, but something tells me. Yeah, of course, but um, I'm pretty excited about where we're going and what we have, what we create. I, I love the the last burning show is now the direction of where this should be going on a deeper level, and then this Bernie show is really good. We had a great meeting with Bill today, mm-hmm. like a structure of it all. And then um, McGarvey, yeah, yeah, he was talking. Uh, I picked up the uh, one of the amps that we used for the um, speakers at that show, and he was talking to me about uh, just like the uh, how there's order and stuff like that. And it was great when I walked up to him at the end of the show. He he looked at me and he did this total like director thing. He was like, "This works for you." With yeah, like yeah. his hand and like he kept <laughs> making this circle. He's like, he's like this, the pants and the. And he the, said and he the, goes, he goes. Joe should buy eight pairs of that exact outfit. Yeah, and wear that all the time. <laughs> what were you wearing that night? I don't remember. It was um, it actually one of the when you said um, retro. Yeah, the we retro all wear thing, retro shirts. Amy got me a Power Slave shirt for Christmas. Awesome. So I wore that. And, um, you know, the, the pants jeans. that, yeah, like the black, they're like gray black jeans that uh, we got, a chain, uh, black uh, chucks. I like the retro thing. Oh, yeah. those shoes were sense. great. Those yeah. shoes were awesome. Yeah, they were, they were like uh, some punk chucks or something like yeah. that. Uh, oh, oh, you know what it is? This is what it is, too, is um, it's, I also have a white sleeve, long sleeve shirt under it, and that works because my guitar my bass is completely black with a white trim around it yeah and people always comment on that if i did that purposely right 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 and since they do that now i am right you know? right <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a good night and that's the direction to go in a deeper fashion yeah well just uh, just to be aware of it not just well, go metal you know well yeah well we also talked about it here in this room after one of the podcasts and we stopped taping right yeah and then we had that deep deep conversation of where the talking show should go right on a deeper and you went to some of those stories you told us yeah. yes at that after that podcast and the, and that, that's what people right they completely resonated with all that that night and that's what they're going to in the future that's yeah. definitely the story that you used as like one of the uh, recognitions to yourself that hey, comedy is something I want to do, right? Like professionally, like the story that you told at the last Barney's is that's that's moving. Oh, the real that's, story yeah, about right. the 
the friend of mine who died yeah. and me at the funeral. Like, uh, yeah, those. Yeah, that's like chilling to hear when you get to the end. Yeah. It's like one of those. It makes me realize like back in the day, it used to be like you sit around the campfire and there's the one guy who's the storyteller. Yes. You know? And you're just like, mm. he used to tell us stories. And I was always just like, sounds like a fucking boring night, you know? <laughs> yeah. But right. now I understand it's like. Because the stories made you think. They, right. they made you go in a different direction than right. you were. And it's a lot deeper than people anticipate. Yeah. And that, that resonates with everyone. And that's what you could tell, by, first of all, by the silence in the room. Loved it. There was silence. And then you just hear, you hear, oh. Yeah, you hear yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was awesome. Uh, it was great. And then to we- draw him in with that and then hit him with the music. And when we were done... And we get this request from Bernie going, we got, can, you didn't play Thrash. Unbelievable. Got to play Thrash. We that, all unplugged. We were like. Actually, what, what, what happened was we unplugged. Someone shouted out Thrash. And Jim was like, oh, yeah, we didn't play Thrash. Sorry, next time. Yes. And Bernie was like, hey. And Jim was like, oh, Bernie wants Thrash? <laughs> yeah. <It's> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. when it was like, all right, plug back in. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And that thrash was a great version of thrash you yeah. did there too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was absolutely freaking that 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 was really freaking amazing. I got to tell you to see Bernie. Mm-hmm. And then uh what Bill say today? Bill was like Bill goes um when you guys were leaving, I guess Bernie's son, yeah, he came out and said he's just like he's like I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh, Jim, I've seen Jim, you know, do this a bunch. He's like, he went in a different direction tonight. It's like, it was really deep. Yeah. We were all just in there talking about it. So it's like, that's what I want. Well, I want people to leave and be like, yeah, they start talking about it like it's not what they expected, not in a, in a really good way. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, that that oh, I had I had a um, Sona emailed me. A person wrote, um, "Me and my wife went to go see a Bernie's, and we had no clue what to expect." To be quite honest with you, thrown off by seeing the band and the stories that you told were deep, powerful, riveting, and my wife doesn't even like that music. I will go out on a limb and say she can't stand <laughs> that music. And she actually loved it to the point where we talked about it in the whole ride home and downloaded the album the next day. I hope to see that Bernie show again. You mentioned something about the 18th. We will definitely be there. I love this side of Jim Brewer. That's great. That yeah. is what I'm looking for, for what we're doing. Right. That's the exact, that's the sales pitch right there. Mm-hmm. It's freaking awesome. And I love that it's like a, a woman. Yes. It's not what, because like when we've played so far, we play like the metal festivals and it's always our line when people come for the signings. Yeah. Yes. There might be like three girls. Yeah. And it's mostly a lot of dudes. Yeah. It's mostly guys. Yeah. But I think with this, the direction you're going, it's not, that's not the crowd that it's no, going to be. No. I also want to like write. I, I've been dying to write, 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 write. Like I, I'm going crazy not 
having more st- it's starting to drive me nuts. Right. Like I, I want to get into it. <laughs> I don't know when we'll get the time for it, but it's making me crazy. I want to. I want to. I want to start doing more stuff. I mean, there's a million ideas that we've gotten together uh, already when we were just talking about getting. What was the podcast going to be? Like, is it a show? Are we having a show? It's like, we have a lot of stuff put together already that, I mean, it's more brainstorming stuff that we've all done. And it's like, we should totally go back and kind of pull out what we were looking at there in the first place and, you know, and write more stuff and, you know. No, I'm talking about musically. Oh, great. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. I'm going musically. I'm going crazy. Right. Not having. Oh, that's great. That's even cooler. Like I'm, I'm, I'm already tired of the others. Like I want to us to create now, yeah, with a bunch of stuff and start throwing it into a melting pot and let's put stuff together. I got to be honest with you, this new Metallica, it's inspired me. It is, it, it is the best Metallica for me. Mm-hmm. And I would, I don't, I would never tell that to any of the guys because I also realized. At this stage in the game, when people come up to me, they're like, hands down, your greatest bit is this and that. I'm not insulted. Yeah. But I'm like, okay. I don't think that's the best, but right. if you think it, if, if that's what brings you to me, that's fine. So I realized as a actor, comedian, whatever, a musician, whatever, when someone goes, yeah, I don't let, no, hands down, the best thing you do is this. Yeah. So I wouldn't go hands down. This is a, but for me, right? As a die like a really big Metallica fan, I haven't repeatedly listened to an album, and I mean repeatedly. Yeah, I can't stop in in twenty five years. It's the lyrics, what they're what they're doing, the the uh, the music. I feel like this new Metallica album, they didn't try at all. They were just like, you know what? Let's just, let's just, let's just do this. Let's do this because we want to do this. And it is freaking awesome. Well, they made the right album for the time. Yes. For now. I feel like they wrote exactly what they should have wrote right here, right now. Because that's what's hard is that if someone, if you hear something, and then you you go oh this is what people are doing now. Then you write it. It comes out. You're a little late, right? To it was supposed to come out, yeah, before a, a year or two ago. But yes. they wrote it oh. now, you know. But don't you think that if uh, like when you hear oh your best thing is blah yeah. blah blah, isn't it worse when it's something you did 25 years? Well, ago? I hear that all the time. Oh God, <laughs> the don't party know in the stomach bit is still the greatest bit. Yeah. Okay. But it, and you also go like they haven't. They probably only heard that in a couple more things. Right. They've never even seen me live. Well, right. Also, the and amount that's fine, of, the amount of time that you've heard that bit because you do it so often is pales in comparison to how many times they've heard it. Right. So at this point, you're done with it. You know, I've been done like, with it for yeah. fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, twenty but years. Like to them, they've only heard it. Maybe twenty times. Right. Right. <laughs> it's new to them. But when yeah. you did it a long time ago, it's like. The only way you could ever say that without it being insulting is if it's something you heard for the first time tonight. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the best thing you ever did. Yeah. And you had to have just written it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's saying you peaked 10 yes. years ago. Yes. 
And that's the power of the internet. Now I get it. And it's, it's, it's amazing that something like that can live and breathe and people discover it. And then they start searching more about you. Yeah. And then they, they start to like more and more and more. Well, that was the thing when you went to uh, Europe. And did that? You said that there was this big explosion of that bit, the party in your stomach, right before we went. And yes, everybody there. The second you yes. went up, when you're going to a party, people just started going <laughs> nuts. Yeah, it was. Yeah, everyone knew it. It was yeah. like a song, but it was like they knew it from something two weeks ago. Right, it just exploded there for some Huge. reason. There's uh, the thing too when we sang with Lizzie Hale. Mm-hmm. That, that I'm going to say it had to have been that. Shoot the thrill. That video became, it went on a circuit. For some reason, ACDC was put out there and it said, top singers that should sing for ACDC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it said Jim Brewer and it showed our video of us performing with Lizzie Hale. Right. Uh-huh. And which yep. is really funny because some people see that and I still, I th- when I think of that song... I bust out laughing every time because I think of that day oh, <laughs> of, of her this. walking. <laughs> yes. And then her walking by, you put your hand out, she doesn't see it, you stand there with your hand out, and then Joe just points to you and starts belly laughing <laughs> in front on of stage in front people. of all these thousands of people. I have no clue people are watching us. Oh, Come my on. God, we're like, being videotaped. Like, you just... <laughs> Joe watches the whole thing and he just points and he's like, ah! You got dissed by Lizzie Hale. Well, the best part is we after it happens, we talk about it. And then it's like someone finds the video of that and then oh. they find her introduced and we thought you could watch it. Oh. So now he can watch me getting dissed by Lizzie Hale. It is belly laughing hilarious. And Eric made the video with uh, some... It did it yes, in like slow, slow motion. motion. <laughs> Me getting dizzy. <laughs> <in slow motion. laughs> so that's, but that video and that song we do with Lizzie Hale, which by the way, have you heard Lizzie Hale's newer stuff? She did covers of um, White Snake. I want to say in the still of the night. Oh wow! No kidding. That's great. Oh my! It's it's ridiculous. That's a great. Song. I have to. We have to get her on the show. Oh yeah. You know what? We. I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna email her and see if we can get her. I on. wonder what we're gonna talk about the whole time. <laughs> we have to talk that to her about that. Now that yeah, we're gonna have to bring that. That'd be really funny. She has no idea she did that. No, she was doing no. She has, she was not. walking by. She saw you. Yes. And her eyes lit up, and I just became. She saw like a hand of a guy. And she's like, yeah, this is what you do. And then she sees you across the stage, and her eyes lit up. She goes running over. Yeah. She she. She started half it. waved or something. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> again, the point to you was so like, I didn't even mean to do it. It was just like. <laughs> <laughs> it was like we were in your living room. Exactly. And you were That's what I mean. Me. It was just like one of those stupid things. I was like, oh, nice one. And I was like, oh, we're on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and there's video cameras yeah. all around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I tell you, that was. That was freaking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But that song, now it's on this thing called, I don't know, The Singers for whatever. So they showed that video. And I'm assuming because of that video, by the end of the week on Facebook, Mm -hmm. 2002, I did ACDC doing the hokey pokey. Mm -hmm. 10 million views. Oh, wow. Great. 
And I went, what? It, Great. Someone came up to me three days later, like, do you know your, your Hokey Pokey has like 10 million views this week? I went, what? For, what are you talking about? That's so weird. That's amazing. How, it's like, so you do a thing with Lizzie Hale, people start writing in, oh, he should be the singer for ACDC. Then they start typing in Jim Brewer, ACDC. ACDC, boom, that Hokey thing Pokey. Yeah. Yep. Bang, 10 million views, three days. Yeah. That's insane. Wow. But that's the power of, uh, of the internet. Well, that's how you have to learn to control those things and make them happen. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I you know, I will say this to, oh, I didn't even tell you guys. I did this thing on Comedy Central called the Comedy Jam. Yep. And I did it with Rob Halford. <sighs> yeah. We have to get him too. Woo! Let me write that down. Yes. Definitely. We're getting, we need Lizzie Hale. We need Rob Halford. And uh, Big J Okerson. And Big J, I got to say, he sang a Billy Idol song mm-hmm. and he sounded amazing. He wow. sounded amazing. It was it was a really cool moment, and but at the same time, I had to have a little. Uh, I I didn't realize how privileged I am. So meaning, I show up to the event, and the and uh, everyone everyone who runs it is amazing. It's a great concept. It's a, to me, it's a cool show. It's it's just such a cool show. One guy sang with Ario Speedwagon. Cool. He's more of an actor producer. He kind of does everything, mm-hmm. and his thing was some girl. He he. He told some girl he can play every instrument, and I don't know. He, I don't know that. I don't want to kill the story, and and not do it. And then he goes on. I can't help this feeling anymore. And he sings it with the lead singer Ario Speedway. <laughs> wow, <laughs> <laughs> who actually? It was so weird. At one point, he finishes a song, and we're up next. Me and Rob Halford. Are going up next, and to see the lead singer of Ario Speedwagon talking with Halford, yeah, was awesome. And um, so I get there, rehearse it, everything's fine. They say Rob will be in the day of the show, so I t- I do my story. Actually, it was going to be the Bon Jovi story, and I changed it. I turned it more into almost what our opening of our show is like. The guy goes, all right, you're going to shit. Now it's the day of the show, and we have a rehearsal, and this is with Halford. And he comes out, and he's, you know, he's dressed like a rocker, but not Halford. Uh-huh. I've seen Halford before. I've sang with Halford for, before. I've sang three songs with Rob Halford. I've sang The Devil's Child. Mm-hmm. I sang The One You Love to Hate. <laughs> nice. And I sang... Um, um, oh my God! Locked and loaded, mm-hmm. and that was with Sebastian Bach too. Right? Wow. So, and I've had him on my radio show on Sirius a billion times when I was on, at least at least six times. He would come on, he'd hang out the whole show. So I, I've seen him in Germany and Metallica's Thirty Eureka. So when I'm telling the story, right? Now, everyone, I, I don't know if they're like this with every entertainer, um, but they're, they're like, dude, Rob Howell, Rob Howell, dude, this is sick. Thank you so much. I'm like, no, this is going to be, this is sick. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. so sick that Rob Halford, I went, I, you know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. So I tell the story, I finish the story, and I go backstage. 
and um, and me and Rob do the song, and the writer comes up to me, and he goes, uh, "Do do do?" And he's kind of timid. He doesn't. I feel like he's afraid to give me notes. Cause do you do do you mind if I? It, 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 I said, "Yeah, man, it's a, it's a TV show. We want the best for this. What do you, what's up? Tell me what's up." And he goes, "You know." The uh, the the story is it's great when you when you're talking about the old but the oldies but the when you get to introducing Rob can you make it sound like this is like one of the greatest moments in your life because that's kind of what <laughs> yeah. the show is and that's what people do you're too much of a friend <laughs> and I literally I literally went oh my oh my God, you're right. Yeah. I go, oh my God, you're you're right. Right. I'm up there like, yeah, by the way, okay, so uh, me and Halford, we're going to sing uh, You Got Anything Coming, a song changed my life, and it started my whole life on uh, the way I think and uh, rock and uh, my whole life. This song changed my life. So here's Halford, enjoy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> here's my buddy Rob. Yeah, and that's that's <laughs> the way, and it, and I had a moment where I went, Oh my God! You gotta, you have to dig deeper here and really, really sell this for what. Imagine you were seventeen and this was happening, right? Yeah, and it was really cool because the way it ended, and and the best compliment ever, ever, was audience members and the production going, "Dude, your lead up to that story, it, it, it was." It, it it was almost better than it just it made the song ten times better. I have to say you were the only you were the only one guy said you were the only entertainer where it was like this this moment's greater than any other moment. And what I what I said was, which was kind of the truth. People ask me all the time, hey, was was the greatest moment with Pesci and De Niro? Oh, it was, yeah, it was a good moment. Well, uh, Jack Nick, yeah, it was a good. Meeting the Mets, hanging out with Mets. Yeah, they were, they were yeah. good moments. You go on vacation with, with this guy and you know this rock star. Yeah. And I went, and during the, while I was, I met Ozzy, I met everyone. So what led up to the actual, um, this TV show, I sat there and I got really dead serious. And I, t- I said certain words that changed my life because they were pivotal. I, needed, I was 17. My mom wanted me to go to school. We were blue collar. We lived by the airport. I didn't want to be blue collar. It was I saw how bad and how hard my parents busted their balls with just nothing. They're going, they just retire when they're almost 70, and you get 10, maybe five, six years of kicking ass before you get a stroke or a gout or open heart surgery and, and wobble the rest of the years. Oh my God. Is that what life is? Mm-hmm. And that song. You got another thing coming. Out there's a fortune just waiting to be had. Be mad. You got another thing coming. And then, and then the middle section with the... In this world. In this we're world we're living in, we have our share of sorrow. pain yeah. and sorrow. Got to aim for a new tomorrow. At that, it changed my whole life. As silly as that sounds. And I go, and so I, I tell that story and I go, so when people ask me, what's your 
favorite moment? Was it being a half-baked with Dave Chappelle? Was it working with this icon or that icon or, or, or Alec Baldwin and Tom Hanks? I go, to be dead honest with you, it's right now. Really? This song. Oh, I thought you meant cha- me and Mike. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Joe is so flattered. <laughs> Did you know that was the story, Joe, or no? Oh no, but I could feel it. You know, I was kind of biting my lip for the last five seconds. Like, I'm going to say me and Mike, me and Mike, me and Mike. <laughs> I think the oh really oh really oh my god you you your face was so you were so engaged in that story Joe that I actually believed you for a second. No, no. It, well, it, it, the, the story's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's uh... oh my god, it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> Oh my I mean, god! This is pretty fun, but I don't know about the greatest, <laughs> but it's greatest moment of your life. I don't know. <laughs> Singing with Halford, the song that changed my life together. I don't know. I, I think hanging out with Mike and Joe beats yeah. it right now. Right. The only thing that's holding it back is my coffee maker didn't work. Right. <laughs> that was really aggravating. But you know, it's not aggravating. It's that time of year, everywhere you turn. <laughs> Awards are being handed out for outstanding performances. And that includes the Grammy Awards. Celebrating the best of the best. And to help commemor- commemorate. <laughs> is that right? Commemorate. Commemorate. What is this for? What do you think it's for? Deep discount? DeepDiscount.com! Yes, is holding the annual Grammys then and now sale! DeepDiscount.com! DeepDiscount! A great site to buy your favorite music at incredibly low prices! One, two, three, four, discount! You'll find thousands of titles to choose from! Deep! Artists this. like who did I just two, talk three, about? Four, Metallica, five. Count, Nine Inch Nails, Rage Against the Machine, Black yes. Sabbath, yes. and more at deepdiscount.com. You'll find music, old and new, rock, alternative rock, concert performances from all genres. Last week's new CD release of I See You from ah. artist. The XX. I see you. Double X. You'll see compilation albums, too, including Deep Discount's Deal Grabber of the Week, a CD featuring various artists nominated for Grammys this year. So you can get it great price at deepdiscount.com, a great site to find music, movies, TV shows, and so much more. Incredibly low prices. Check out deepdiscount.com. Com, a great deep, sponsor on our show. Deep, deep, Thank you, DeepDiscount.com. So, as you're actually, if you do watch the Grammys. Everybody you, watches the Grammys. Oh, God, it's my favorite. <laughs> Almost as many people that watch the Grammys 
should be going to deepdiscount.com. That's right. Well, that's what's going to happen. Uh-huh. So while you're watching the Grammys and you go, oh, my favorite artist won. That's when you go to deepdiscount.com. All the Grammy winners are on deepdiscount.com. All the Grammy winners are on deepdiscount.com. There you go. And so is Buy our for album. a friend. <laughs> and so is our album. Yeah. <laughs> are we getting nominated for a Grammy? We are. The Grammys. Not <laughs> getting nominated. We are on deepdiscount.com. <laughs> so did you see that they love our ads? What do you mean? Who loves our ads? I think it's Deep Discount. Deep Discount. How do you know that? Because Lou wrote to us today. He did? Yeah. How it's, could Deep Discount not like our ads? I love doing you know it. I'm not going to lie to you. I love doing Deep Discount ads. Doing I, the job. I love for, doing it. Yeah. I really do. Mm-hmm. I want to create songs for them. Uh-huh. I want to create. <laughs> yeah. and we should make an album just for them. The result. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. The result <laughs> of nearly <laughs> 70 years of audio expertise. Not 20 years. We're not talking like, was it 2017? Oh, I thought you were announcing winners. <laughs> so did I. No, you dummies. I was a drum roll to announce the winner. I didn't know what. To, I didn't know if you're having a spaz attack. I didn't know what. <laughs> I thought you looked like you had electric shock therapy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jim's trying to talk and Joe's going. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. For 70 years, <laughs> 70 Frank years, from Brooklyn <laughs> has won <laughs> deep discount. What the hell is wrong with I keep that? saying deep discount. <laughs> yeah, the res- Onkyo headphones. Yes, the result of 70 years of audio expertise from Onkyo, combined with Steve Harris' uncompromising sonic standards, wow. have produced the Maiden Audio headphones. On ear headphones that will deliver even-handed power and detail at all frequencies. Designed with Iron Maiden Steve Harris, the new Maiden Audio headphones are studio-quality headphones made especially for rock and metal fans. Did you know that you could get their personal EQ, the EQs of the guys in the band? How really? Sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's right. It's even in there. These high-end, high-spec premium headphones truly have to be heard to believe. There's an even a Maiden Audio app available on iOS and Android that contains exclusive EQ settings of all the Iron Maiden. <laughs> you band know, Steve Harris has the bass really high. Right. The bass is cranked. <laughs> it's all him. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes it a perfect. It sounds amazing when you listen to like hip hop because the bass is cranked. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. I bet you we could figure it without, like, if we were blind, like yeah. a blind study, <laughs> we, we could figure out who definitely. did the mix. Definitely. Because the bass yeah. would be the loudest. <laughs> blind <laughs> people love headphones. <laughs> <laughs> We did a blind study, and headphones are definitely right. the best. I do have a blind friend, I should, and he's a metal f- head. I should give him the headphones and see who whose settings they actually are set at. <laughs> yeah. Visit shoponkyo.com and click on headphones to get your pair today. Only $199. Keep listening for instructions on how you can win a pair, courtesy 
of my sponsor, Onkyo USA, at shoponkyo.com and click on headphones. It's going to be the best thing you do today. Trust me. And if you do win, Jim will announce your name and I'll go. So I got to do the thing with Halford and it was the coolest thing in the world. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited. Did you have, did you like talk to him? Like have, hang out with him? Yeah, we talked, we talked, we talked a little bit and um, we even talked a little metal. Mm -hmm. And he said that Priest is recording right now Mm. a new album. And he said, he said, it's very metal and very, very good. (laughs) Nice. That's what Halford said. He didn't have to say that to me. Right. He said, it's really good. And it's very metal. And he also gave Metallica a compliment. He said, um, "He said, Jim, when I heard the new Metallica, it just, it remind me of the days. He, it, this is what he said. He goes, he goes, you know, like you growing up, you're, you're still in the world of screaming for vengeance, painkiller, British steel, maybe. He goes, uh, and a lot of Metallica fans are stuck in Masters and you know, ride the lightning in those days. But I feel like the new Metallica has kind of, it's really hit perfectly for who they are now. I I just, it's absolutely brilliant. He goes, when I heard, when he heard, um, oh God, the uh, spit out the bone. Mm -hmm. Oh, it is full blown Metallica thrash. Metal, and if like if you're a thrash metal guy, and you go, yeah, you know, I'm into this, and you you forget who the gods are, mm-hmm. and you, you I know you could say whoever it's this or this. Well, I got news for you, it's freaking Metallica. Yeah, well, definitely. Case thrash close. Con. The uh, it's it, it's funny when that album first came out too. A lot of people, when you asked them how they felt about it, they weren't. Sure, which is always to me a great sign. It's not, it sucks. It's not that, especially the worst thing you could hear is the first time you hear it, it's amazing. It's like you have to absorb it. And it's like, I, the more I think people heard it, been the, the more and more they've liked it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just, and that's what's happening to yeah. me. I gravitate towards like two, two songs. And now, come on. Are you kidding me? Come Instant mosh pit. This is the Metallica. I'm picking down Mike's wall Me right too. now. Me too. <laughs> I'm putting it back up. All right. <laughs> and this song is funny because it reminds me of, it's called Spit Out the Bone, but it's machines and how we're putting all our life into machines. Oh. And I thought phones. it was about eating chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, spit out that bone. <laughs> Carve that red meat off there and spit out that bone. You don't eat the bone, stupid. The song is about your dog eating the entire bone. Right. Right. He's choking on it. Right. Holding Godzilla upside down. Going, spit it out. Hey, spit out the bone. Spit out the bone. <laughs> Everyone thought James was brilliant. He's singing about. <laughs> he's singing about a dog choking on a bone. Spit out the bone. Wow, <laughs> Spit it out! Come on, dude! Come on! 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 Come on!
This reminds me of my daughter. She's on the phone 24-7. She really don't know how to sit alone in a park and do nothing. She has to be on it. And I go, what are you what are you doing? Just she doesn't even know. She just But she needs it. Uh-huh. It's weird. If we really are turning into the matrix. Yep. Here. Come on, dog, spit it out. <laughs> Come on, that's And that's just she's thrash. She's got a rhythm. Yeah. It sounds great too. The oh, album, dude. like sound, yeah. all the guitars, it's... the drums, and everything sounds awesome. The uh, I I love how it's like the the music is a is a throwback to an yep. older album that everybody wants, but Heffield sounds oh better. Like he's yeah. he's oh. grown into this oh, yeah. this sound yeah. that's just like way better than I think he sounds on Master. Or, I agree. Or Ride the Lightning. It's like so. It's this perfect combination of. You know, what you want to hear Hetfield sound like and what you want the music to sound like. Right. Yeah. There's, I'm not, I know this sounds cheesy. I'm, gonna, I'm really going to put myself out there. I, I'm just going to put myself out there. I'm very comfortable. You cried listening to this song. Huh? You cried listening to this song. I cried. Oh, God. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Jim, do you want me to edit Yeah, this? but you don't know why. Yeah, please edit You don't it. know why. Oh, okay. The song's called Now That We're Dead. Okay. okay? Uh-huh. And it, and it's, I, I literally started crying. And to me, when I hear this song, I know, I know it shouldn't be, it's not very metal, but I freaking dance in my house alone. You know why? Because the way I take it as, you, you have to look up the lyrics. He says, uh, um, you know, when darkness comes, let it be, you find the light. When the reaper calls, let it be, you just what it's. Basically, listen, we're going to die. You're dying. That's it. And when we die, we'll live forever. It's okay. Now I can be with you. Now It's almost like... I, I think of losing my sister, my brother, my father. Yeah. And even life, we're like... There's part of me like, there really is nothing when we're done. I don't buy... We're all just in heaven. I, just, I, just, I, just, I, I have a hard time grasping that. Right. Sure. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. No one knows what exists. Right. But when I heard this, like, now nah, that we're dead. It's the first time I looked at death as celebrating. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. Dude, let's go. See the light. Dude, this is what I'm talking about with the... With, the metal pastor. Right. He, t- he just yep. did it. Now I can't do it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I love this one. When you're seduced. Right here. When you're seduced. Don't deviate the course. He's literally... He, all sinners. You got a future. All you saints. It's a past. Beginning, ending, return to ashes. We start all over again. Yeah, I'm in my house with my headphones. Start crying. Headphones. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was dancing with my dad. I was dancing with my sisters. I was dancing with uh, Kristen. Died year. I was. That's how I saw that, and that and that's still how I see this song now. 
This this song is gonna heal me for future deaths. I can I'll tell you right now. Uh, it's great that you found something like that, then. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for someone else, it's like you know, I'm sure it's something completely different. That's, yeah, but that's, that's that's Jim's Tibetan Book of the Dead. There it is. There you there go. It is. That's it. Uh, I love it. Death. I can't, and I have nothing to uh, gain from promote. I just right. I've been waiting for this for like 10, 15 years. I'm constantly searching. Oh, that's great. I was in a five-finger death punch for a while. They were the only ones getting a little Volbeat. Metallica brought me. I'm like, thank you. I've been waiting yeah. as a fifth, soon-to-be 50-year-old man. And that's the hardest thing, to be guys that did it so long ago and then are older. And they, it's like this thing that most people struggle with. They start trying. They sound like older guys trying to sound like they're young, like they're not really yeah. there. And they kind of found a comfort of exactly. being where they are now and really do Like, this is what music should, should sound like if you grew up playing it at that time and now you're this age. It's not you pretending you're a teenager. Correct. It's like it... Because it would be obvious. You would hear it in it if it was phony. Yeah, like I've a couple of the other bands came out with songs and I and I go, as a fan, I go, ooh, wow, that's it's really good. They sound like their old selves. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I'll tell you what I mean. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm telling you what I mean. But they do sound like their old selves, but it's even certain songs, I'm like, all right. I get it. You're singing. Yeah, it's, it does sound like, yeah, this is what we used to sing about. So we're going to sing about it again, right? Yeah. And, all right. This every almost every other song, I'm like, huh? Uh. It's great that Hetfield has it, where he has lyrics that are actually, you know, they're worth listening to, and they're right. worth telling people to listen to them, and that's. Yeah, oh, I love it. That, that's yeah. great. It's I almost, love it. And clearly yeah. he's always had that because look at all the stuff he's written. Oh, but yeah. it's like, again, this back to, it's this, it's this great, like, perfect storm that seems to have happened. I'm starting that's, to, how, that's what I hear. I I'm starting know. to notice it now. Like, I never noticed him as a great lyricist. Oh, my yeah. God. Until, like, recently, just reading it, just like, he was so young when he was he writing those. was really young. Like, young 20s. Yeah. To be that age and write some of the stuff he was writing at the time is pretty powerful. Yeah. I always just, like, when I pretty grew up, insightful. I thought... Pretty insightful. When I grew up, I thought they were just using big words or something. Like, using right. words they got from a Dungeons and Dragons book or something. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe they were. <laughs> but, he made, but, <laughs> but he understood it because it makes yeah. sense. And we all get those words. It's just he put them in a song and made it sound awesome. Right, you know? yeah. Just like anything else, a poem is words that we've all used. It's just a poet actually puts them together where we're like... Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's and it somehow resonates at yeah. that time when you read it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So tomorrow, Mike, and just so if anyone's in the Jersey area, we are uh we're now in full blown throttle, even though the Vegas show, we're in full blown throttle of creating a theatrical show. Uh great. We got into it today. Really liked what we had today, and then tomorrow we really get into it. You're coming tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I want you to, uh, I, I want you to get guy, a good yeah. sense and a good feel, yeah, of where I'm going. Because I feel like, you know, there's there you got you're a part of it as well. So it's nice to hear. Right. I hate being the messenger. Right. Even though I know in my head, it's it's a project I've been working on a lifetime, but still I feel like it it's. Uh, now we've all been invested for a while now. I think it, uh, 
I think what we need is like for is someone to like we have this vision of what we want, but how do like you know how like, do we do it? I want to hear him say, "Here's how we do it." And he did tell me. Yeah, I will say it. He did tell me. First, we're doing this. Then we're doing this. Then we're doing this. Because we, I have uh, the thing that I the, the the part that makes me a little nervous is like I go. I want to make sure as a band we keep playing because we'll lose. Oh, hands down. We have to keep playing, even if it's like we don't have these, these things are a little bit in the future. I agree. Because we learned so much over the past couple months. Yes, I, I, hands down, like the run we're doing in May, mm-hmm. I'd like to get at least, at least three or four runs by the summer. Yeah. Where we're at least a week straight. And even, and I already, and, I, and I'm talking. With Matt tomorrow, how uh, from the agency, how we can anchor it. Put me as stand-up comedian here. I make my money, and then we do a run with the band. Well, but we're all still traveling, and so I can make, I can make. I'm not worried about. Oh my god, we're losing money. Right, making money there, and then in between, we're doing that band stuff. And the right. May is a good run, but I wouldn't mind. Finding something earlier. I already told him I want to try to get back to uh, Jersey, Asbury yeah. Park, and the uh, in uh, Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I said, see if they're interested in having us back because I'd love, I'd love for us to go back there in a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's to stop it from doing it again in about a month? Yeah. I also feel we need, and we'll talk tomorrow. I guess I feel like we need some type of street team. Yeah. That we we need a if we're playing somewhere you need a street team. I don't know what that is, but like just we need pe- here's flyers fly in the yeah. mall. Check this out, check Jim Brewer's play Jim Brewer, Jim Brewer, Jim Brewer, and the show, Jim Brewer, the thing. Well, and maybe then they you show do something like, like the area we're playing. You say, oh, you can come to our show for, if if someone wants to do that stuff. You get ten tickets if you yeah, do. Yeah, or or if we just find. Some little local, they become our little promoter. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, you live in Manchester? I'll tell you what. We'll rent the place out and you sell the tickets and we'll give you, we'll give you XYZ mm-hmm. if you're able to show up with 20 tickets. And this guy shows up with 20 t- I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how that works, man. I don't really either. I I'm kn- not good with that. Well, one of the things you can do is <clears throat> ask the, the guy. Are we the saying promoter? his name? Oh, tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I, we don't have to say his name. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, basically, it's like, that's one of the things that I've always uh, recognized, something that you're always looking for is that person where you're like, okay, I want this to happen. But how do, how do you- How are you going to make that happen? Exactly. Yeah. And but I like, will say this. I, I'm a little taken back that he's had more of a game plan in the three times, the few times I've talked to him that I've ever had. Yeah. Like, he is- precise with x y z boom and it's gonna take this many months and then this is gonna this is a must in how it has to happen and like yeah that's uh it's refreshing yeah what when i yeah when it's like uh when when it's like i want it to sound like this i can in my head go i know how to make it sound like that i know the right amps to use the right and then they get you got to get a sound guy but when we go i want it to visually look like this i'm kind of clueless and i go 
Like, if you wanted a see, now I'm setup. different. I can see. I'm all visual, Mike. I'm a visualist, so I can. That's how I write everything. I visualize it and then try to make it out what I see in my head. But how do you get? Like, say it's like a stage setup. Yeah. To me, if you have a, if you actually had like a stage setup that looks like a garage, it's like you have a truck that brings things around that actually look like a garage. Or like, no screens, or the screens, yeah, screens. Then, then it's like, then you sit down at a computer and you go, okay, like we have to find the perfect garage yeah. that we want to stand in front of, right? And sit there and it's just like I haven't done. It's like recording. Well, you it's start like, up, you start off low, right? Start off low, low budget. And then as it becomes more successful, you start raising the budget, make it look cooler, and all that jazz. But then your prices start going up, and they can afford that. Right. And then and the merchandise to, is going up, and everything else is going up. And you just up. have to start bringing other people on board, <clears throat> lighting guys and uh, video yeah. guys. Let's just hope we have those problems. Yeah. Those, when those problems arise, Mike, we, well, that's we what, won't be worrying about anything. That's the thing that that's the thing <laughs> I just go like, I want to see this. Me I want too. To, I want it to happen, but then I go... I mean, what if we book that and it comes and we go, well, who's hitting play? <laughs> well, that that we will all find out. Yeah. And there is a guy, too, at Bernie's that we were there last week. Uh-huh. Who, the Thor guy? Oh, yeah. I, he says he creates, creates the show, stands over the computer, and does the whole show. He's like, that's what I do. I guess this is easy. I went, He's friends with your Chris? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's worth listening to. We uh-huh. also have yeah. other options. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, you know, so I think those people are, there's more out there than we imagine. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited about tomorrow. Excited about Wednesday, Bernie's in Chester, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Joe, you look amazing. Oh, so do you, Jim. It's good seeing you looking <laughs> healthy. <laughs> I'm getting you always there. look healthy. I'm getting there. But don't you you feel good, don't you? Yeah, I feel great. I feel great. And I can't wait. I'm not even like, I'm not even balls out yet, which is going to. Damn, happen. I'm going to owe a lot of money. <laughs> Amy, all, how many pounds? It's, it's all recorded. I, I, the lowest I clocked myself was on Thursday at 17 pounds. Unfortunately, this morning I was four right, pounds but how, how, how much did I say I was going to pay? So 10 a pound from one to 10. Then twenty from ten to twenty, and then uh, thirty from twenty to thirty. If you don't believe us, it's all on the podcast. <laughs> and then if I keep it off in six months, yes, double, it's double. double. Yeah, better be booking a lot of shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be able to afford the uh, the lighting guy. And the- <laughs> all the lights are gonna be Joe on you. Joe looks amazing. <laughs> right. Look the basses stands out during the shows. <laughs> the lights are That's just ridiculous. On you. No, you heard Amy. I mean, whenever I go to like grab something that I shouldn't be, she's always like, "I want that new um, closet, Joe. I want please, the, oh. <laughs> I want that walk-in closet, Joe." <laughs> oh wow! You scrolled down. <laughs> I know you heard me talking about my maiden audio headphones. Here we go. <laughs> and how you could win a pair of your very own? Well. I would like to say a huge congrats to Franklin Calderon of Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn in the house. And a huge congrats to Jim Carlson. Oh, shoot. 
<laughs> Jim Carlson. Carlson. That's of, right. Of Baytown, Texas. Baytown, Texas. And Melvin Clip of Cannon City, yeah, Colorado. What's Colorado. Up? He's smoking dope. He's smoking dope all Melvin. day, listening to Deep Discounts and right. on Onkyo headphones. <laughs> Uh, they recently won a pair. You can win one too. Just go to maidenheadphones.com. Uh, these headphones are collaboration, if you haven't figured it out by now, by Iron Maiden Steve Harris, who's brilliant, and my sponsor, Onkyo. And we're designed specially for rock and metal fans, so you don't want to miss out. People do win, they have won. Franklin Calderon, Jim Carlson, and Melvin Clip will tell you. They have some. If you see people walking around with some them. headphones, Franklin, it's definitely them. Franklin, <laughs> Melvin, and them. Jim. Yep. Call them We up. should call them and find out how they're doing. They're not going to hear the phone ringing because they got the <laughs> they headphones got their phones on. on. They're listening to hard <laughs> they're rock and metal. To, they're listening to some awesome album. That's right. <laughs> you don't want to miss out. Trust me. Go to maidenheadphones.com to win right now. Maidenheadphones.com to win right now and enter to win. Maiden headphones. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a schmiggle baggle. Um, next week we'll do a phone call because I will be at the Mets fantasy camp. Oh, oh, again! That was that was a great podcast when uh, yeah. we called you. Yeah. So we'll do a Mets fantasy camp podcast. I'll call you. Uh, we can talk that night. Okay, and uh, we'll do a phone call, and because uh, by then the teams will be elected, the Met coaches will pick their teams, and we will have played our very first game. And I will tell you right now, I'll give you the setup. I want to pitch this year, nice, and I want to take people down. Yeah, <laughs> my arm feels good. I've got movement on it. I feel like I can. I I really feel like I can help win my team this year. Do you wow. mean you're going to peg batters? I may. <laughs> if they deserve it. I may do it. brush yeah, yes. yeah. If they're hogging the plate, I have to brush them back. Is there yeah. any other people? Like, it's all just regular people. It's not like It's regular people. It's, so you're the only person like with a name that is there? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the inside of the plate is yours, man. You're the pitcher. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> yeah. And I'm, <laughs> it's, it's, and I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I've, I tried two weeks ago. I was so excited because I was pitching from the mound. The ball, I was making the ball move. Is it the but correct distance at yes, the camp? It's awesome. so far. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a far pitch. It's gotta yeah. seem like a mile. Yeah. It's a far pitch. So, but I know I'm not I'm not very fast. Fast enough where you're like, all right, I can strike out a 60-year-old, 50-year-old, <laughs> but a real hitter's gonna hit me. He's definitely <laughs> gonna hit me. And there's a lot of real hitters down there. But I will say this. I I so I'm throwing the ball, I'm throwing the ball, and I went, you know what? Let me put some speed on it. And I begged the guy who, who I was playing with, just please put on a helmet. Oh. <laughs> you don't want to put on a helmet? I threw the ball, and I came within a foot of beaning his head. <laughs> I, when I try to put speed on it, I have no control. Yeah, it, goes, man, that's it. it goes flying high and tight. You do a delabate. It. <laughs> yeah, it's not attractive. Uh. <laughs> so it should be interesting. But now that you know I'm being dead serious... I want to come out as one of the best pitchers down there. That's awesome. That's a good goal, man. So mm-hmm. we'll get updates. We'll get yeah. updates. All right, man. All right. Have a good week. We, me and Mike have a big meeting tomorrow with our 
future marketer for this whole Songs in the Garage, this whole project. And uh, here we go. And we have Bernie's Wednesday night. It's going to be a kick-ass show. Awesome. Chester, New Jersey. Cool. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to write to us, themetalinme.com, themetalinme.com to any of us. Have a good one. We played the one you love to hate last week, so enjoy Locked and Loaded from the same session. speeches from Geico. It's a common expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. However, what if the horse's mouth is filled with useful insurance tools? 
This is the exact case with the Geico app. Yes, the app is free and therefore a gift horse. However, look inside the app and behold, emergency roadside assistance, digital ID cards, bill pay. Get the Geico app. Look it in the mouth. Get amazing services. Thank you.